You know the saying, you know the theory, sequels suck. So why are Ice Nine Kills doing a follow-up to the Silver Scream title? Welcome to Horrorwood. It's out October 15 and here to talk all about it is the very sexy Spencer Sharnis from Ice Nine Kills. Welcome back to Wall of Sound. Thanks for having me, buddy. It's good to be talking again. Anytime you want to come down under and uh, be part of Wall of Sound, you're more than welcome, especially because of the fact that you were following up this fantastic album that you released a couple of years ago, The Silver Scream, with a sequel. So obviously the uh, first question needs to come about, which is why did you decide to go for a sequel with this album? You know, obviously, without stating it again, I am a huge horror fan, as you well know, but I'm also just a huge fan of the movie business and the idea of film franchises. And, you know, we got so much of that in the 80s and late 70s, you know, Texas Chainsaw, Halloween, Friday the 13th, in the 90s with Scream. There were sequels. And uh, I just remember how exciting it was for me as a fan of those original movies to see the sequel. You know, I was too young to remember uh, when those other movies came out in the late 70s and 80s in the sense that I didn't get to see those in the theater. But the first horror movie I ever saw in the theaters was Scream. And I just remember being so excited hearing that there was gonna be a Scream 2 and waiting in line that first night that Scream 2 came out, you know, in December of 97, just about a year later uh, from the original. And uh, I wanted to give our fans that same feeling of there was a part two on the way. And, and that's why we're here. And look, the hype for this has been incredible. Like everyone obviously didn't expect you guys to return to this kind of subject matter so so soon. But here we are with a second album full of songs, which I'm dare going to say are, are all based on uh, films with franchises or sequels. Is that is that right? Like going through all the songs and, and the song titles and uh, what they're based upon, all of the movies that are included have a sequel at some point or are part of a franchise. I believe so. I think maybe the only exception to the rule might be The Fly, but um, definitely most of them have sequels. And if they don't, we gave them one. <laughs> Perfect. And was that part of the, the reason behind creating this album? Or is that just in the creative process? It just kind of was a coincidence that all these movies had sequels. Uh, it was it was more just probably a coincidence. You know, I mean, most of the most of the horror movies I like do have sequels. But I think this is more about us kind of taking our own concept that we're building with the videos and making a sequel out of that. You know, accepting the last album and the last set of videos for the Silver Scream 1 as the part one to the story. And now all of that, the last album and those videos from part one are all considered works of fiction in this new world where a, a real crime has been committed. You're essentially creating your own Ice Nine Kills cinematic universe, which, you know, can actually date back to every trick in the book because Enjoy Your Slay was that kind of transition song that led into The Silver Scream Part 1. Would we be right in saying that your numbers up served as a transition from The Silver Scream Part 1 to 2? Absolutely. That was the bridge to Part 2. And uh, I'm just really excited for people to, to dig in on a on a higher body count uh, mentality that we uh, we came through on this one. Which is the true definition of sequels. You've obviously seen Scream 2 so many times. I like of course. 
have grown up and love these movies. So the fact that I get to combine my two loves again, which is metalcore and horror, it, it, it's honestly a wet dream that I wake up every day going, I can't believe I get to involve myself with this, with one of my favorite bands who are covering these movies that I've grown up my entire life watching. That's right, man. Same for me. It's like uh, the perfect combination. Now let's date back to one of the very first times that we actually had to have a chat, Spencer, in the lead up to your Good Things Festival appearance and your Australian debut. I actually brought up the idea in an old interview where I asked you about the idea of creating a Silver Scream Part 2. What's next for the band? Would you consider doing a Silver Scream 2.0 or is it just that concept's done, time to work on something new? I think that I'm still sort of thinking about exactly where I want to go with everything. A lot of people are calling for a sequel in, you know, in true horror fashion that, you know, that, that usually happens. But I want to make sure if we do that, that it's a fresh take on, on it and uh, the fresh cut, no pun intended, or pun intended. <laughs> How did you live up to those expectations you made for yourself with this release? Well, I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that we knew we had laid the groundwork with part one and I knew what we would need to do to take it up a notch. Uh, with the violence, with the extreme uh, parts of the music and the juxtaposition of that sort of calm before those jump scares. And uh, I think we succeeded, you know. I, I think that the choruses hit harder, the breakdowns hit bigger, the melodic sections are more melodic. And uh, what really, I think, ties the whole idea together is this this narrative that we're creating, which um, I hope to flesh out to be a, a feature film, um, like I said earlier, that accepts the last album um, and the album that you're hearing was never supposed to be heard. You know, it was too violent and fearless wouldn't let us release it. And only through a criminal investigation were these tapes, uh, videos uh, and lost albums, so to speak, uncovered and now being used against me by the uh, by the police department. So essentially, this album wasn't supposed to take place, but because of that investigation that's happening in the Ink universe, that's why these songs saw the light of day. Exactly, yeah. And the beginning of the album kind of sets up the whole story um, with that news kind of clip or that sort of narration, much like how Texas Chainsaw Massacre starts. That's what I was just about to say there. It's kind of a clarification for those who are either jumping into the narrative now or for those who have been following for a bit of time as like a catch-up, a refresher, so to say. Exactly. Look, you keep surprising and nailing everything you touch. Uh, at this point in time, I think, you know, the Silver Scream has obviously proven that Ice Nine Kills are not just another metalcore band. You've got the theatrics. You've got the visuals with the music videos itself. You've got the story, the narrative. Everything about your band just proves that it's it's more than just the music. But for yourself personally, where, where do you foresee yourself in the next 10, 10, 20 years or so? Would you double down like a production kind of Broadway musical kind of thing, bringing metalcore to Broadway? Definitely thought about that. You know, the horror Hamilton, so to speak. Um, I, I would love to explore all kinds of mediums uh, with a theatrical uh, presentation of the Silver Scream. And I, I think that would be the goal as long as it, lives up to my expectations I, i'm i'm absolutely down and i think it would really lend itself to the screen and the stage so i'm glad you said that 
Definitely, because that's that's what I see with you. And I, I kind of think, you know, where could Ice Nine Kills go? Obviously, you know, the, the music is fantastic. You're in the prime of your career right now when you're adapting the, the subject matter into this uh, music and this mythology you've created. But yourself personally, you're, you're a fantastic writer. You're, you're skilled in horror and, and music and uh, literature as well. So for that matter, like, I'd love to see you dabbling in something that might be out of your territory, but in saying that you could nail as well. Well, I appreciate that, man. And, you know, I, I grew up loving uh, musicals like Flame Is and Phantom of the Opera, so I would be up for the challenge. Well, let's see what the future holds. I mean, you're halfway there, especially with Ex Mortis, which is a song based upon Evil Dead. It's got that cabaret-esque rock kind of sound to it. Was that kind of like to encompass the the grooviness of, of Bruce Campbell with that song itself? Yeah, I mean, I think that we wanted to we wanted to really accentuate the vibe of these movies and and with Evil Dead, it does have that sort of rockabilly, just kind of weird, campy, out of control um, vibe to it. And I, I thought that that kind of a groove would really lend itself quite well to that film and to that whole aesthetic. Yeah, it definitely comes off great because much like it is the end on the last album, it's something that stands out, but in its own realm, if that makes sense. Like the rest of the songs are heavy and, you know, Take Your Pick is a fantastic fucking deathcore song that you've teamed up with Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse for. But on its own, Ex Mortis, that could potentially be the introduction to the theatre world for you, really, if you adapted that. Absolutely. It definitely has that kind of a vibe. And it was one of the first songs uh, I wrote for the album. And uh, I'm just so glad that that's what you took away from it because that's what exactly what we were going for. Well, look, talking more in depth about the album itself, you've actually seen this article. We put up a speculation piece which has brought in tens of thousands of fans from all across the world who want to dive in deep to these songs and figure out what they could be related to, whether it be based upon the songs or whether it be based upon the vinyl variants, which had little sneak peek clues of content that could be based upon certain songs and all that. But on that itself, I wanted to find out, Welcome to Horrorwood, the opening track uh, after the opening of the album. Was this inspired by anything in particular or is this a uh, original song? So basically the way that I approached that one is I wanted to introduce you to the world of Horrorwood. You know, obviously it's a play on Hollywood and Welcome to Hollywood. And the, the world of Horrorwood is, is that sort of um, being part of that crew that gets the carnage, that gets the, the, the gore and um, kind of an F you to anyone who doesn't. But at the same time, I wanted to make the lyrics incriminating because I thought about, you know, this story that we're building and how the the DA and the LAPD would use this this album against me. So I wanted to say things like I do in the lyrics, like this is not an act because I, I envisioned them reading that out at a trial. You know, so that was the kind of idea behind that song. And uh, just wanted to play with some interesting uh, wordplay with, with Hollywood, you know, like the line stardom is just an afterthought for all those stabbed in the back lot, piled up and left to rot. How's this for an establishing shot? I just wanted to have fun with, with that kind of um, glitz and glam of Hollywood and taking it to the dark extremes. And then essentially set up for what is going to be the, the bloodbath that uh, is bestowed upon the listener afterwards. That's correct. You got to open with a bang. Yep. Well, you, you've certainly done that. And, you know, you, you need more than a towel to wipe up the mess afterwards. But 
where do you go from this with two Silver Scream albums behind your back? Both both albums critically acclaimed and will be. If anyone has anything negative to say about it, they can fight me. But obviously, you know, you've, you've tackled literature in the past, uh, horror movies now. In future, would you guys head down the direction of doing like horror games? For example, Rainy Day based upon Resident Evil. Could we see like Silent Hill, Alone in the Dark, The Last of Us adaptions? Oh, man, I think that would be really, really cool. Um, I don't want to speak too soon, but um, I think the idea of Ice Nine Kills making horror games, horror theme parks, horror haunted houses, and horror movies are all on the table, my friend. Oh, so it's literally a situation of just join in for the ride and you never know what you're going to get next. That's right. You never know what, what twists and turns are around the corner for Ice Nine Kills. Well, the Silver Scream 2, welcome to Horror Ward. You can finally get your greasy little hands on it on October 15. And Spencer, talking about twists and turns, before we wrap up, I wanted to play my very own version of Guess My Horror Movies based upon the song titles that I have created for them. Are you willing to give this a shot and see how much of a horror expert you truly are when it comes to going up with the best of the best like me? Let's do it. All right. The first one is I'm Hooked on You. So I'm hooked on you. I, I mean, I, I, you could be Candyman, but I would say maybe I know what you did last summer. Yep, I know what you did last summer because obviously I don't want to touch anything you guys have tackled before because, you know, there's no comparison between that. So I know what you did last summer. Well done. That's one right. The second one is Outback Death Trap. Um, Outback Death Trap. I know what movie it is. It's the one with the, the uh, head on a stick guy. Creek. It's uh, Wolf Creek. Yes! Well done. That's two from four. The next one is Modernized Mythology Murders. Um, Cabin in the Woods, or it could be Urban Legend. Urban Legend. Three from four. Well done, Spencer. Wow. The Cabin in the Woods is a fucking amazing movie if if you haven't seen it yet. Anyone listening to this? Oh, it's amazing. And the last one, of course, is The Devil's Workshop. Um, Idle Hands. Yeah! All right. Well done. Four from four, Spencer. There is no going up against you. You truly are the king of horror, and we are going to see exactly everything you have to offer us on this forthcoming album. Mate, thank you once again for joining us at Wall of Sound, and I'll continue praising the king of horror that is you. Oh, man. Thank you so much for that. It's always a pleasure talking to you, and I can't wait to we do it in person once we get back to Australia, my friend.